Are you in a relationship that has physical distance due to work, travel, or just living in separate states? Are you in a long, long distance relationship? If the answer is yes, you are in the right place. Hi, I'm Carly Myers, your friendly stress management expert. And this month we're talking about love, sex, and relationships. And I brought on Dr. Christina, who is a psychologist and relationship coach whose husband works out of state half of the year. She focuses on helping other, other couples navigate the unique challenges of sticking together while they are apart via coaching and her podcast, which I've been a guest on, Together Apart. Welcome to the show, Christina. Thank you so much. So you really... Um talked a lot about sort of my history and my background about uh, being in a relationship where my husband is out of state half the year. And this is a topic of conversation that when you're um, meeting new people, they sort of ask, oh, you know, what does your partner do? Things like that. And whenever I would meet other couples where one partner would be away from the other for whatever reason, um, I always found that they were the most unique and the most um, sort of rich conversations that I would have because we would always hit it off and discuss the really unique aspect of our lives. Um, it was a real point of connection. And there were often these sort of me too moments where I would talk about putting my son to sleep when my husband was away. And, you know, a friend of mine would say, oh yeah, you know, and, and what I do is this, this, and this to help them understand how daddy's away and when he's going to come home. And we would just talk and talk about these strategies that we would use to help one another. And I thought, this is an area where people could really benefit from understanding more about how to navigate these challenges. And so I really came up with the idea of helping people bridge the gap and stick together while they were apart through my personal experience, but also from being a psychologist and being an expert in communication and an expert in relationships. And so this really offered me the perfect opportunity to use both my personal experience and my skill set to help people who really needed it. Mm, I love this. Yeah. So let's, let's dive right in you know, for our listeners that are in a together apart kind of relationship, what do you recommend? Like, what would your tips be for them? So when I think about a together apart relationship, um, there are really three tips that above anything else I tell my clients most often. And the first one would be communicate for the betterment of your relationship, not to be right. The second one would be to cultivate in your relationship an environment of trust. And the third one would be, and this is going to sound silly, but know your partner. And what I mean by that is know your partner so well that you can find ways to stay connected while you're apart. So you don't have the luxury when you're apart from your, from your partner to have that daily face-to-face -face interaction. And so you have to be creative in finding those avenues to connect. And if you know your partner, you can do that. So um, those are the three sort of um, areas that I tend to focus on most often. 
And mm. if we go back to kind of area number one, uh, you and I talked about this a lot when we were um, uh, just talking about the, the idea for this uh, podcast t- today, and, and it's really communication. Um, yeah. When you enter into a together apart relationship and you are often away from your spouse or your partner, you rely on communication that is either verbal or um, it, it basically communication, communication that is verbal. You don't have that luxury of having the nonverbal communication unless you're over FaceTime, and even then sometimes it gets lost. So there are issues that come up in every single relationship that you're in. And if you communicate for the betterment of your relationship and not to be right, so for example, you have an idea in your own mind about how to resolve this conflict and your partner doesn't agree. And so you hold on to and hold on to and hold on to your idea about what is right in this conflict. Um, And you don't communicate to reach a solution. You communicate to be right. You're losing an opportunity to connect with your partner. And you're also losing an opportunity to really compromise with your partner and communicate well. So oftentimes I will have couples really practice using I language. For example, when such and such thing happens, I feel X, Y, and Z thing. So when you don't answer your phone and it's seven o'clock at night, I feel abandoned or I feel um, worried. So you are communicating in a way that is very, um, doesn't allow the other person to, doesn't, doesn't put the other person on the defensive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's funny. So just thinking about this first tip of communicating for the better fit, the betterment of the relationship, not to be right. I, I can tell you probably a million examples yeah. <laughs> of, of, of how I've not done that, right? And it, it can be so easy to just hold on to, well, my idea is right. This is absolutely what you need mm-hmm. to do to, you know. You're right? making and me worry. So, You're making me upset. Yeah. Uh-huh. I feel like it can be so easy to, you know, get caught in that trap. Yep. So what would you what would you recommend for for folks to be able to let go of that because i think at some point the this solution in, in the example that you give uh it becomes a mantra mm-hmm. like well he needs to do that he needs to do that yeah um you know when you think about when you think about your values as a couple you want to always align with those values you, you want to you know, you, you, you want to be able to let go of blame. And once you let go of blame, you have the opportunity to communicate for the betterment of your relationship. So it's not his Mm -hmm. fault or her fault. It's this happened. This thing happened. I felt this way when this thing happened, how do we solve it? Versus you did this to me, which creates an environment of blame and resentment. And resentment yeah, is something and, you know, that breeds really quick in a together apart relationship. Yes. And you know, what, what's coming to mind for me is 
is almost an, a sense of accountability, individual yes. accountability, right? Like yep. I feel this, this is, this is my, you know, it, you know, your partner may not be abandoning you, but you're feeling abandoned. So there's yeah. something there. Right. And so, mm-hmm. you know, communicating it's self-reflection the- and ownership. Yes. I think that that self, um, responsibility too can go into this first tip. Yeah. So how yeah. do we, how do we cultivate trust really quickly? Yeah. Um, so when you're thinking about cultivating an environment of trust, if you when your partner is away from you are thinking about all the ways and the reasons that they're not doing what they should be doing. Um, This again can breed that resentment. It can breed um, arguments. Um, And if you're the kind of person who uh, doesn't want your partner to know where you are, doesn't want them to be too close or um, to have the information about what's going on, um, it it, it causes problems, it causes friction. And so when we try to cultivate an environment of trust, we want to give the information that we, we would like to receive from our partner um, to them. So if you would like to receive that information from your partner, you probably wanna give that information to your partner. And when you're together apart, you wanna be able to trust your partner. And so if there are trust issues in your relationship, those are things you wanna address fast and you want to really dig deep. And again, self-reflection is important here. Um, you wanna understand them well. Um, so the last tip that I have there here is, is really to know your partner. Um, when you know your partner, you have the opportunity to surprise them. You have the opportunity to do small things that will make a big impact for connection. And again, when you're in a together apart relationship, that ability to connect um, is so, so, so important. So a little thing like sending a, um, a silly meme with your partner's favorite character on it that will take you 2.2 seconds Um, to put a smile on their face is a way to connect without necessarily being in the same room as somebody. And so it's little small things that you do when you really know your partner that can make a huge impact when you're in this together apart relationship. Yes. Love this. Love this. So we want to know if you're listening to this and you are in a together apart long distance relationship, what have you done, right? Let's get that conversation started so we can create those me too moments, right? What tips do you have? Uh, how, what have you, what are you going through? Um, now, if you're feeling overworked and exhausted, I've got some good news. The Stress Less Company works with high achieving executives, business owners, and managers just like you to find that sense of peace and freedom they desire. And as a result of our work together, they really learn not only how to deepen their spiritual connection, whatever that means to them, but they also learn those tactical tools so that they can experience more free time, more efficiency, and even more prosperity. Sounds pretty great, right? Well, you can apply for a complimentary stress assessment today to start the conversation about working together. Visit stresslessco.com apply for more information and to apply. This concludes this episode of the Stress Less Show. And I want to give Christina one last big shout out. Thank you so, so much for coming on and sharing your expertise today. Thank you. Absolutely. So if you enjoyed this week's episode, let us know by giving us a big old thumbs up and hitting that follow or subscribe button. Thanks for listening. Share if it resonated and we will see you next week. Bye.